Ah, what up, everybody? Happy fucking hump day. It's fucking Wednesday. The week is halfway here. week is almost over. We're almost to another fucking weekend. We're almost to my fucking birthday. Two days away from my birthday, this Saturday. Did y'all send me anything? Did y'all fucking give me anything? I haven't seen shit in my email. No gift cards. No Venmos. No nothing. What the fuck, people? I thought you loved me. You know, I come on this radio every day and I talk to you people and you give me nothing. Oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> in life and in music, there is always a dark side. Whether the truth is something you don't want to tell or something somebody doesn't want to hear. These are those stories. The Black Rose Media proudly presents the dark side of music. And welcome everybody to the dark side of music. I am the great and powerful king of kings, emperor of all that is awesome, Derek. How the fuck are you doing today on this beautiful February, excuse me, February? What the fuck is wrong with me? March, March, God damn it! April 6th of the year that is 2020 part two. I am just all over the place today. I don't even know. But um, happy fucking Wednesday, hump day. Uh, it's really Friday for me. Y'all fucking know that because... I record everything early, but still, it's Wednesday for y'all, so I hope y'all are enjoying it. And I hope wherever future Derek is, he is having a great Wednesday as well. So, you guys ready to have some fucking fun? We've had a great week so far. It's been fucking amazing so far, so let's just keep it fucking rolling. The band I have today is out of New York. Last year, they released their album, Summer of Pain. And we are still fucking rocking it out because it is a fucking amazing album. So let's just go ahead and get this shit started. So we're going to go ahead and start this night off with one of their songs off of the album Summer of Pain. Here is Roy by the band Bad Luck.
And that was Bad Luck with the song Roy off their album Summer of Pain. Let's go ahead and bring the boys on and have a nice fucking conversation. Yo. What's going on, guys? Hello. What's up? What's up? How are you guys doing? We all right. How about yourself? Ah, tired. It's been a long fucking day. Yeah, same. It's been a long life. It's been a long life. <laughs> it's been a long couple of years. It just seems like it's never fucking ending, so. Yeah. <laughs> just one fucking thing after another, and just, you know. I'm just ready for, you know, I would love to be able to wake up one day and not have shit thrown at me. Whether it's my own yeah. shit or somebody else's shit. I don't want to see shit anymore. I just, you know how people would complain about slow news days? Yeah, I'm begging for sure. that shit. I'm begging for that. Yeah, it's a mundane day. That'd be nice. Something, yes, a mundane day where nothing fucking happens is like yeah. my ideal dream. Yeah, no, we don't do that anymore on uh, on Earth. We don't do that. Maybe if we moved to like Antarctica, like, you know, maybe shit would be, you know, somewhat normal because we would create our own normal because like we'd be the only fucking people there except for scientists. So like, is it uh, is it there or Alaska that gets dark for an entire month? I sound very stupid right now. Um, actually, a bunch of places do. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, if that's one of those places, then yeah, I'm in. I'd like to see what that's like. And actually, once. I think it's like <sighs> Sweden or Norway or like maybe all of them over there. I think they have like periods of darkness for like three or four months. I think Alaska. Oh. I think Alaska's in that too. I guess that's what uh that's the price of free healthcare, huh? If you know what? If I got to live in the dark for 6 months a year, I would take that for free healthcare. Yeah. Brother, me too. <laughs> I live in the dark for the rest. My my life's in the dark already. Might as well just be in the dark for the rest yeah. of my life. Now, let me let me preface that by saying maybe not Canadian healthcare because you know, there's they don't have it figured out 100%, but Swedish healthcare, I take that. They have it figured out. Yeah, from what I know, which is not a lot at all, it's like the one as far as healthcare's go. So yeah, they have it all. Yeah. They have it all figured out over there in fucking you know Sweden. There, there's places in Sweden where like if you live in a certain community, you have to contribute to your community. Like they have these things called community gardens, and like over here you grow tomatoes, or you, over here you grow cucumbers and shit like that, and everyone shares. That's dope. We have we have stuff like that yeah, in Brooklyn, but it's not it's not obviously not in the same caliber of like you go do this. But those are around. There's like neighborhood community gardens. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, but like these are government mandated in Sweden. Right. Yeah. Right. You have to plant. Yeah, that is uh, that's different. That tomato. <laughs> yeah, it's a different thing. Yeah. And but you think about it, like oh, you're forcing me to grow food. Okay, but you're giving getting free food at the same time, giving you take. Right. It's it's a fucking good thing. Yeah, I agree. Yes, yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah, I mean. <sighs> That that's some of the places that you know. There's some places around the world that have have it right, um, and Sweden's another good place, you know, for that because they also pretty much remain neutral throughout all of the, you know, the other bullshit, um, which is nice too. So you know, some places have it right. So maybe eventually we'll maybe, figure it out too. Maybe they're having a good amount of mundane days. Maybe they're looking at our news and they're like, man, just one day of that news that'd be interesting. Grass is always greener, right? I'm totally kidding, by the way. I, I, I think that I think they just enjoy watching us la and they laugh at us. Like, I think that entertainment. Yeah, that's I a better way. I think we are the 
Yeah, I think that's a better way to look at it. Yeah, they, I think they enjoy their mundaneness and, like, um, just worry about, oh, we have to worry about another blizzard. Oh, no big deal, but, you know, fucking America over there just punching each other in the face because of political differences. Whatever. We're cool. We're good. Y'all keep your shit. Yeah, well, we, we as a band have never been, I assume, one day. And uh, maybe when that day comes, we can follow back up with you and let you know how wonderfully uh, mundane it is and all that. Again. Maybe. Mundaneness is, is such a dream. Yeah. After 40 years on this planet, or getting ready to be 41 years on this planet, I'm just ready for to be bored. I enjoy being bored at this point. I've seen enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy early birthday. Thank yeah. you very much. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just, I'm, yeah, I, I'm ready to be bored. So, how you guys been? How's things going? How's, how's life in New York? It's good. Um, Things are, are uh, about as opened up as they've been in the last two years as far as uh, semi-normal life goes. So, uh, yeah, I think things are good. We had kind of the weird in the, you know, I'm sure it's the last thing. We, uh, I'm sure you've everybody's heard more than enough about this kind of topic, but the last, like, surge of COVID around here was around December. And now, as you mentioned, it's not February or March, it's April. Uh, and that means we're like four months past the last time that it was like a major issue. I know it's still a thing, but yeah, in, in relation to all that, it feels like we're, uh, getting out of the tunnel, going towards the light type of thing. Yeah. So life in New York in that way is good. And we've been on a tour a lot to end last year and start this year. Like, uh, we were gone in December and then we were gone like all of January. So we kind of just been getting our heads together to be gone again, uh, in just a couple weeks. Yeah, that's that's good to fucking hear. Um, I love the the positivity about that because down here in Maryland, which is not too far from you guys, um, sure. we had a uh, another resurgence run December as well. We went back on mask mandates and shit like that, but mm. everything has been recently lifted again. So hopefully things are on the upward trend. I mean, I saw a uh, news article not too long ago where it said like forty nine of fifty states are reporting, um, you know, fewer cases and fewer deaths. Then they right have, and then they have the entire two years. So it's like, okay, cool. Maybe we're finally behind this. But at the same time, I've also heard like where this is going to become like a seasonal thing where it's like the flu and it's going to hit right. us every year now. It's like, oh, okay. You know, as long as it, that's all it is, I'm fine with that. Whatever. Fuck it. Yeah, I guess, you know, you just try and learn or not you or I, but uh, other people more qualified, try to learn what they can about it and do what we can to get through it and get around and stuff. But yeah, I mean, in regards to New York specifically, cause that was like kind of the talk of the whole city for the last few years is yep. especially in relation to the rest of the country. I know we were kind of more shut down than most places. Mm-hmm. So yeah, New York specifically, I'd say as of recently has kind of really turned more of a corner than uh, any other time. It's, it's nice. Yeah. You guys and LA were probably like the most strict uh, sure. when it comes to it. And, and that kind of, led to the downfall of society in my opinion because yeah, sure. the two of the you guys and LA are the epicenters of everything entertainment you know granted you know a lot of movies more movies get made now in Atlanta than anywhere else or yada 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 but still everyone views LA Hollywood and New York as the epicenters i mean those are everything anything is entertainment based comes out of there and when y'all shut down and when they shut down and, you know, the whole entertainment industry, the whole everything arts was lost. And in my opinion, that led to the downfall of society because 
we had no other way of feeling each other out and you know expressing our feelings and so everyone went to the internet and decided to start yelling and complaining about everything they were already doing that but it was drowned out by other things and it wasn't happening as much but then once everyone had the ability to say oh if they're doing it i'm gonna do it too and then everyone went and did it and just shit exploded yeah yeah i can't say that i think you're wrong um yeah i don't know it it is what it is i definitely i think in ways because we're just this this kind of band and these kind of people as friends and stuff um we tried to be as glass half full about it as possible as far as like we were touring pretty hard when we were literally out on tour in lincoln nebraska when everything initially shut down in march 2020 um so yeah we just took the time amongst the craziness and like look for moments of like creative peace and kind of reset and planning and uh i mean to be dead honest man we have just been practicing for like seven or eight months now uh so i in a way i feel uh lucky for that time that we wouldn't have had if we were out on tour in all that time because i feel like we are the tightest we've ever been as a live band just because we've had nothing but time to play together. Uh, but yeah, that's just an attempt at positive spin. For the most part, yeah, it's just been total dog shit. Absolutely. But no, I mean, you're 100% right, though, because whether it's a, a band or a writer or somebody who always wanted to get into carpentry, you know, yeah, sure. there's been a lot of what you're saying that's going on, and that is the positive of all of this. You know, yeah. I can't tell you how many people I know that have decided, you know, that were laid off or, you know, working from home, but then didn't have a lot of work from home. And then, so they decided to start looking up other opportunities and now are starting their own businesses. And, you know, they're finding other ways of making money or they're starting a hobby they never had before. There's so many of those types of stories um, yeah. that that's 100% right. I mean, that's the only way you can put the positive spin on it because that is 100% factual. It's happened to so many people and the people that took advantage of it are living happier lives of it because of it. Yeah, yeah, we just definitely at least trying. Uh, just because you mentioned the specific note, I definitely want to relate for a second. Our boy, Corey, who plays in a band, he not only learned how to cut hair and his own hair, uh, he also specifically learned carpentry during the the like uh, midst of the uh, pandemic. So he like built a table and a chair and some shit. He was telling it, he was on our the last tour. He was in one of the other bands. And uh, it's just funny you'd mentioned that specifically because, yeah, I know somebody who did that. <laughs> Yeah. Again, it doesn't surprise me, and yeah. it only makes it it only makes me more happy, um, because that's that's what we needed to do. I mean, we could sit around and complain and you know, tweet and you know, Instagram and TikTok all this bullshit, and, and even today, you know, there's, you know, all these Instagram accounts or TikTok accounts or whatever, you know, Twitter accounts that are all just dedicated to complaining. And you never see anything happy come out of these people. And you don't follow them, but somehow they always end up in your fucking feed. And, and it's just yeah. like, okay, it's been two years. Can you find something positive to talk about, please? There's lots of positivity going on in the world. You know, and with the with the co- with COVID, you know, one of the biggest things that came out of it, other than people dying and people getting sick, was yeah. mental health issues were on the rise. Um and with people constantly focusing on the negative, all it did was make that worse. And it's time to get away from that and find the positive in what we're going to do now because we're finally able to get out back out to concerts. We're finally able to go to the movie theater. We're finally able to go get a drink at a bar. 
You know, all these yeah. things that we couldn't do for the last two years, we're finally able to do. And we need to start taking advantage of it and forget about all the the pessimistic bullshit and just grab hands and sing Kumbaya. Fuck. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I know I'm ready to do that. I mean, it's... <laughs> I've been ready our to do it for a long I think time. our kumbaya sounds a little different than the traditional kumbaya, but for the most part, yeah, totally on the same page as far as, yeah, just want to be appreciative of uh, this life and lifestyle that we've all worked really hard for like all of our lives to attempt to do professionally. And um, yeah, I don't know, especially when you're given no option, but to like have to stop doing the thing you want to do more than anything. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good opportunity to just kind of reshift uh, your perspective or try and find new perspective on the same thing and maybe love it more than you did before. And definitely speaking for myself. And I think it applies to everybody in the band. Uh, not that we were ever feeling burnt out, but I think so much time away, like I just said, from the thing that we love most made us realize like, Whoa, like we're never going to take that for granted again. And we're never going to like, you know, let the little annoyances of, of any job or lifestyle like get to us as much as maybe they did for the last 10 or 15 years. Cause that's how long we've all been doing this kind of thing. So, yeah, I mean, Again, that's just an attempt to try and um, make, I think this is a pro wrestling uh, uh, phrasing, so excuse me if it's not appropriate, but it's like the best attempt we have at turning chicken shit into chicken salad. And uh, yeah, I think it is what it is. We are here now. Dude, I are... like that you said 2020 part two. I think that's pretty fitting, Yeah, especially because now that we're back in the March, April area, we really do feel like we're just like boop, right back where we were when we got ripped out of Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah. So. Yeah, I say the same yeah. thing. I, I I don't refer to it as twenty twenty two. It's like twenty twenty part two. And mm-hmm. by the way, there is no such thing as an inappropriate pro wrestling, you know, reference when we're twenty four hours away from fucking WrestleMania. WrestleMania, that's right. yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, that's am, our shit. I am. Oh, see, we, we got to talk about that here in a moment. Um, yeah, we will. So we'll we'll yeah. we'll chat about that. So this show is going to air on Wednesday. So okay. I'm really curious to see, when I go back and listen to it, if, uh, what happens, you know, if we can correlate the two and, you know, see, yeah, yeah see how right we are. Um, but uh, I love being right. So it would be one. <laughs> we, have, we have our theories. Yeah. I'm often wrong, but it would be super cool to be right. Oh, then. OK, that's how we're going to we're going to spend the last half of the show talking about that then. But uh, so oh, we'll, we'll definitely come back to that because, yeah, I, I, I'm ready to talk some wrestling. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, I, I haven't had a, a good wrestling guest in a while, so I'm excited. Um, we're gonna give you. We're gonna give you so much. Yeah, you're, you're probably gonna, gonna want to stop. You're gonna not want wrestling, wrestling guests for a while again. But no, that's very cool. I wasn't sure. Uh, yeah, wasn't sure if it was something you want to talk about or not. So that's cool. Uh, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll, uh, I'll, I'll give you. Yeah, we'll we'll yeah, we'll go into that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's uh yeah. Um, but um, back to the the topic at hand. We'll go to the wrestling here in a moment. But um. It's, this is like the best time to really be, it doesn't matter if you're a wrestling fan, a music fan, or, or, you know, a comic book nerd, like I also am as well, but, you know, all these different things that are happening that we didn't have, and it's coming at us faster than we ever have experienced to, you know, back in 2018, 2019, before everything happened, you know, we were getting two or three Marvel, Marvel movies a year, no TV shows, you know, we would have a concert swing by here and there and so on and so forth. It was just casual stuff. It was a lot of fun, but it was something always was happening, but we weren't getting a, all these things at one time. Now, sitting here in 2022, you know, and even part of 2021, we just had like this influx of like 
everything. Like toward the last half of the year last year, like you couldn't go a Friday without seeing five new albums. You couldn't go a Friday without seeing a new movie. There was so much going on. And this year it's tour every day. It's a new tour being announced. Tour, 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 yeah. tour, tour. Festival, 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 festival. And it's all, it's what's great about the festivals this year is there's not a lot of repetition. Yeah. Um, th- there's some obviously, but not a whole hell of a lot. And I think that's really kind of cool too, because if you're a, a festival junkie or a tour junkie, you can go visit all these different things in a year and just do, you know, hopping and see a bunch of different shit. You know, in prior years, if you went to, you know, a, a Danny Wimmer Presents festival, whether it would be Welcome to Rockville or Sonic Temple or, you know, this or that, it was always pretty much the same bands over and over and over again. A few things changed. Right. But this year, if you look at Welcome to Rockville, you know, Incarceration, Aftershock, and Louder Than Life, they're very different. You can you can pick out a few here and there that are the same, but it's very different. And, you know, and then look at all the other festivals, too. Very different. And it's it's very, very nice to see that because now a lot of other bands are getting the spotlight. A lot of other bands are getting the flowers. And um, it's it's really cool to see what's going to happen this year. Yeah, right on. That's cool. That's a specific thing I hadn't thought about, but you're right. It used to be like the festival headliner kind of for the year was pretty similar, at least throughout some fests. And now that's that's not the case. That's really interesting thing about. It. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. And it, it's it's going to be really fun to watch. I mean, because I'm going to a few of them this year and they're vastly different. Are you going to Rock? Sorry to interrupt you. Are you going to Rockville? Oh, yeah, I am going to Rockville. Are you going to all of the days? I don't know how many days there are. Um, I have to cover it. So, yeah, I'm doing all four days. Oh, right on. Well, our friends in this band called Mood Ring are playing one of the days. Couldn't tell you which one. Um, my parents, if you can find them, will be there watching Guns N' Roses um, on whatever day that's happening. And then there's a band from here. I don't even really know them, but my girlfriend's a photographer and she shot them. They're called Super Boom. They're playing too. They're a cool rock band. So maybe you should check them out. All right. So I never do this. But I'm in the process of promoting Welcome to Rockville. I'm actually working with their, their oh. PR team and actually doing interviews for it. And I've tried to reach out to Mood Ring a bunch of times. Can you tell sure. them to get back with me? <laughs> I will. Absolutely. Yeah, I will. I will, yeah. I will send cool. them another email. Um, yeah, because I've, I've done Bad Wolves. I've done um, uh, Oxymorons. I've done Solence. I've done – who else have I done? I've done a bunch. Um, that's awesome all leading up to it so i'm just interviewing everybody and then i'll be there as well to cover it and the last one was just like not that long ago right it was november or something because it it was was, a reschedule is that is that what it was rockville was october october yeah so that's that's so cool that they can uh come back like you know whatever it is five six months later and do another one and it's gonna do just swell if not better oh yeah that's super cool yeah. But yeah, I'll bother. I'll I'll uh, I'll put the the bug in Mood Rings ear. Go figure. Yeah. I put my foot in my mouth saying that. I had no idea. Uh, <laughs> no, it's a cool fine. Band, though, right? It's fine. Oh, they're, they're fantastic. Um, yeah. yeah. And I it's... I, uh, I helped write their uh, I helped write on their EP and their new their new record too. Awesome. Me and their, their singer. Actually, their singer Hunter is in a band with the four of us. We're in another band. It's a metalcore band. It's called Dog. It's an acronym though. Um, but yes, the guy from Mood Ring and all of Bad Luck are in Dog. And uh, I work with Mood Ring because they're awesome. And Hunter's great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, they're, they're a fantastic yeah. fucking band. Like I said, I never do that, but you brought it up. I was like, wait a second. Let me, let me. No, what me. are the odds? <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if I'm saying? Um, but yeah, like I said, all of the tours this year are going to be fucking phenomenal. And if you have the extra money to spend, go fucking spend your money. You, you need yeah. it. You need it. I need it. We all need it. 
and it's just it's it's a way to kind of just it's not going to be mundane but it'll mm. do the same thing as those slow news days it's going to filter out all the bullshit and you just focus on music beer and food it's vibing just straight vibing exactly it's rock vibe exactly yeah. all right so we're gonna take a quick pause and we're gonna play another song by Bad Luck, here, a song called Gwendolyn. So here is off the album Summer of Pain, Gwendolyn by Bad Luck. Here I am again, the log I've been relevant. It just cost me a severed limb to go meet up with my man. But that's okay, because you get messed up with his uncle by feeling not his uncle justice. Gwendolyn by Bad Luck. Let's go ahead and bring the boys back on to have some more of this conversation. All okay. right. 
So now let's go into the fun stuff. You know, the, the stuff that, are, that people, like half my audience is be like, I don't want to talk about this, and they're going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> good, good shit. Hey, you know what? Whatever. Screw it. This is yeah. my sh- this is my damn show, and yeah, I want to talk about this it. This is for you. This is not for them. There's still half my audience that enjoys, you know, that kind of stuff, so we're going to talk about it, damn it. All right. Wrestle fucking mania. Hell yeah. We are 24 hours away. So, again, we're talking about it beforehand. However, this won't air until after the fact. Right. Um, but lots of good shit going to happen this weekend. I mean... And aside from WrestleMania, we got uh, Supercard of Honor tonight. Yeah, it's crazy. And we have uh, NXT stand to deliver tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, that's weird because I love NXT, but it's weird that it's in the middle of the day. I'm about to watch it while I'm working. Yeah, um, that part was weird for me because I can't remember how they. So it's doubling up. It's stand and deliver, and then it's WrestleMania Part One the first night. I yeah, didn't know that. yeah, yeah. So um, they're doing a pre-show at like one o'clock tomorrow afternoon. And then yeah, send and deliver, two. yeah. Send and delivers yeah. at two, and then, um, then they got like a three-hour pre-show for WrestleMania night one, and then they're doing naturally, the yeah. yeah, yeah. It's going to be an interesting weekend. Um, I, I'm very curious about what Ring of Honor does tonight, just because it's the first first show underneath AEW. So yeah, there's going to be some kind of swervy shit or some kind of cool debut. Uh, the match that I know most about on the card because I, I haven't super paid attention to the card for you know with all that's going on but Gresham and Bandito for the undisputed uh, Ring of Honor world title I think that's really cool I like that Chavo Guerrero is involved yep and that's where I think somebody maybe who hasn't been involved with Ring of Honor either in a while or AWF yo like I guess I'll put it out there right now and I'm gonna be wrong I would not be surprised if Samoa Joe pops yeah. up in that setting um but I don't know I don't know anything about it I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. Drop um, Gresham on his head or some shit. That yeah. Cool. And then, That's the way to go out, too. And then there was also, like, a, a, you know, a hint dropped about tonight where I guess Tully Blanchard is going to introduce a new, uh, you know, stable mate or new person that he's going to be managing. So, um, mm-hmm. and, and, yeah, because so, they kicked him from the pinnacle. They got they kicked Tully out the pinnacle. The pinnacle is nothing anymore after this past Wednesday, for crying out loud. Yeah, they're they're just completely. That was a quick teardown, but I actually don't have a problem with it because I like FTR, and if they're doing a um, face turn for them, I think that that's pretty cool. Yeah, it would be it would be good, and they're fighting the Briscoes tonight, so that's gonna be a fucking match and a half right there. It's gonna be baller. I forgot that was on the card. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. gonna be baller. That yeah. is a, that's a fire. Yeah, I didn't know that was happening. Yeah, yep. FTR versus the Briscoes is gonna be fucking phenomenal. Okay. Um, okay. But that you know that again all leads into tomorrow. Night one. There's some matches I care about. There's some not so much. Sure. Um, the match I'm looking forward to the most this weekend, uh, above everything else, is AJ Styles versus um, Edge. That's good. Dude, it's going to be good. good. Yeah, it's going to be really good. I'm a, little, I'm a little half in, half out on Edge with the suit with the dark light. Yeah. I can appreciate it, but um, and I like Edge a lot, and I love AJ. I, it's going to be a great match. I'm not disagreeing at all. But this whole thing that he's doing... So it's weird. Me and my, we have a, me and Joe are brothers. We have a younger brother. We're, our whole family of brothers are into wrestling. And um, me and my younger brother were discussing it the other night. I appreciate the attempt on Edge's part because I think it would be a bad look if it was the whole, you think you know me, and then the, I'm Mr. And he's supposed to be like a bad guy. But I do think the, the like two to three weeks before WrestleMania, 
suddenly no music. Now he comes out in like a dark light and wears a suit and is like, I'm smarter than you. It's like, all right, buddy. Like, I get it. You're bad now, but like, I don't know. I'm just being a dick, I guess. It's going to be a good match for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. Um... Yeah, it just seems like they tried that, no, right? With Zig- Ziggler, they did that that one time and it didn't last It didn't last long for No, no, it's not It's not like that. I see what you're saying with the no music. Like, yeah, 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 they yeah. attempted this whole, like... But Edge is better than Ziggler. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't say better than Ziggler. It's different, but uh, yeah, it's going to be good because they're both phenomenal wrestlers. But I do, I'm with Dom on that. It's a little over-exaggerated as far as... Do, who do you think's going to win, Derek? Yeah, that's better. Ugh. Because okay, so let's think about this from a from a behind the scenes look too. Neither one of them need the win, right? So it's not like I can look at it and go, okay, they they're gonna have to book so and so to win because it just makes sense. Ah, mm-hmm. it's and, and it's torn. not like either one of them are putting each other really over. They're both at a stance. Do you want me, you want me to tell you who I think's gonna win? Yeah, go for it. AJ Styles. AJ yeah. Styles. Yeah, he yeah. has to win. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think it'd be really cool if at some point he goes for the the phenomenal form and gets speared out of the air. I can see that happening. Yes. <laughs> and if that's the finish, then I'm not mad that Edge won. But especially because Edge just kind of ran over Miz in their whole little couple yeah. feud for the last two months, yeah. which was tight. But I just thought at some point Miz was going to win, and he didn't. Um, and then I feel like Edge is. Last year he didn't win, but he was in the main event in a pretty interesting way, super interesting way. That match was awesome. And then his initial comeback, he did win. So I feel like Edge will lose. And I feel like, even though I agree with you, Joe, they're both legends in their own right, it will be Edge putting AJ over oh, yeah, as far I, as like... I could see that. I just, uh, yeah, yeah, but at the same AJ, time, AJ. I don't know. See, now I know it was, I guess it was, from what I understand from behind the scenes shit or part of it was... Um, a lot of it was Edge wanting Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan, whatever you want to call him, um, in the match yes. last year. He didn't want to be a part of it, but Edge wanted him to be a part of it. And I feel that yeah. stole away. It took away from the greatness of what that match could have been. Sure. So I kind of feel Edge needs the rub this year just for that purpose. But at the same okay. time, I, you know, the, the, the wonderful, you know, your city mate, Bully Ray, always says one person gets <laughs> over – and one person goes over, and I think those two people, regardless of who it will go, it's it's they're both gonna just fucking it's gonna it's gonna be the best match of the weekend, regardless, in my opinion. I, I don't know well how said, it's gonna yeah. go. Yeah, I think it'll be one of the better. What do you too. think what's gonna happen to RK Bro? <sighs> may I may I just start off by saying I think the obvious is the Randy turn because of past and he's the best at it. There's no denying it. Everyone loves Randy when he's the villain, but I think it would be kind of cool and also not surprising on WWE's part if Riddle does the jump first as far as this be like I know you're you're he knew this was coming and now Riddle's the bad and Randy could be you know because we've seen him face and it's not the best but like I mean I just love the old Randy personally so I do too. I, I'm biased but but uh you know everyone no it's not like no one hates uh baby Randy everyone loves baby he he because he could do the same thing so yeah i think it's going to be riddle doing the turn first personally that's so with say the big twister um you know it's it's been really fun to watch rk bro because matt riddle has brought out a side of randy orton i've never seen before and it's so cool 
Um, yeah, it's entertaining. It's very genuine, but also very entertaining. And like, very yeah. rock and sockish vibe, as far as like, dude. But more, just, more fun. It's but like, yeah, more, yeah, more. It's just like fun. They're just fun, yeah. and they're really good. And they're I, really the selling factor yeah. is definitely that they're really good, and yeah. they're good together too. And they're what cool it moves, shows so. is like the faith that they have in in Riddle. They're like, okay. You kind of have this wild boy attitude. We really kind of need you to come to our side because we have big plans for you. So let's go ahead yeah. and put you with Randy. Randy's going to teach you all about it. You can still be yourself, but Randy will teach you the behind-the-scenes shit. And, yeah. you know, so I don't know. So I think it's coming. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's going to be tomorrow night. Hmm. Okay. Maybe, maybe even on the Monday. They like yeah. to save it for that kind they of stuff. But I think they'd save it for to... SummerSlam. So, sure, I'm, I'm cool with that, too. Yeah, cool so I think that it's going to happen. I think it'll happen sometime between now and the summer, but I don't think it'll be happening this weekend. But I think oh, they're, yeah, they're going to win. I think they're going to they're gonna retain. Yeah, I think they're going to win. I'm going gonna, gonna to disagree and say that I think, because uh, I know it's a triple threat, Street Profits, them, and oh, Alpha Academy. So I would normally say that my guess and, and preference uh, would be Alpha Academy, but because they just came off that random run, which was awesome, and I think helped make them as a team and individual stars, too, I think the Street Profits will win. They haven't. They've lost a lot of their more recent tag title opportunities in the last year. So I think they could win in like a big spectacular fashion. And I don't care. I'll happily be wrong because I understand what you're saying. But I'll put out. I'll put it out there as a guess. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I think that they'll. Uh, the Street Profits will win. And in an exchange where like everybody goes to hug and shake hands type of thing, and as the ring's clearing out, Randy will uh, hit Riddle with the RKO. As fun as it as fun as it would be to see a different side of Riddle and like a heel, and I'm interested in that. Yeah. I, if it's not broke, don't fix it. And Randy Orton's a good, uh, he's good at being he's a piece of shit. Deal, yeah. And uh, Riddle's like someone that you obviously could have sympathy for and like, you know, want to believe in as far as like, beat that, beat the bad guy, do that. Yeah. Not, yeah. So I don't know. That's, it's probably a simple guess, but that's my guess. Um, <laughs> Bianca... What are ones that you're not excited for? Because well, we might be excited for them and that might be interesting to talk uh, about. I'm not excited for. Um, Bianca Belair versus Be- Becky Lynch. You yeah. just don't like this, the lack of story. The lack of story, and I am I I despise um Bianca Belair. What? Wow. Why? May I, okay. May I ask why? All right. Just <laughs> so people, are, I, I I've I've never really come out and said this. Um, but I, I I'm not a fan of her. So her athleticism and her the way she is in the ring, I, I can't take away from her. She's now she's still a little stiff. She's not exactly fluid, and you know she's still not the best ring worker. But you know I'll give it to her. Um, sure. My problem is her personality because Think she's too happy. Last year, um, at the in the main event when uh, Sasha Banks had her locked in the submission hold, she was mm-hmm. wrenching that fucking neck back. And she had the biggest smile on her face. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I could get it. I could see I that. Don't... I did like that match, but I could see. I could see what you're saying there because I've heard that from other people. Before. It, I do it's... like Bianca. It, she'll she'll be getting her ass beat, and she's just smiling. It's like I'm just happy to be here. I get it. Yeah. Learn how to act. I, I yeah, feel you. I get that. Okay. I feel you. That's fair. I uh, I, my my only criticism of that match up until like a week ago, and even the thing they did a week ago, I'm kind of whatever about. I just think it kind of deserves a better story. The same way that when Becky came back last summer and beat her in 14 seconds or whatever. I don't have a huge problem with that happening as a whole. 
I just think that if you're going to do that, it's got to be a clear story. And it took a little longer and wasn't as clear as I think it should have been to make to make it clear to repeat yeah. myself um, that Becky was the bad guy. And um, yeah, that being said, I res- I respectfully disagree. I like Bianca Belair, but I can I can I, I'm totally in the minority. I know that I am in the minority. A lot <laughs> yeah, of people rocked, love her, and I can just understand why. Special, like an undefinable ness. Uh, she got like it or whatever. Yeah, to sound, uh, and I see that in her too. But she's yeah. nowhere near ready for it yet. That's fine. Okay. You sound like me about Roman Reigns for the last, like up until the last two years. Oh, I agree, I agree with you on that too, hundred percent. Yeah, he found yeah, it. He's totally. He's yeah. Oh, no, man, yeah. he's found oh, it. He's on board. That guy can take he's all God, my money, He's bro. God mode right now. He's yeah. on God mode. <laughs> well, since that's being brought up, what do you th- what are your thoughts there, Rock and uh, yeah? And, oh, sorry, Roman and Brock. That one's going to be interesting. So here's my thought. Again, the whole he's on God mode. He's untouchable. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> it would make sense for him to go, you know, over on Brock, especially since they swerved us two times in a row with those two. Sure. You know, the first time and then the second time with that. Um, so it would make sense to where. Roman goes over Um, because Brock beat him twice before um, in WrestleMania and uh, it shocked everybody. Actually, not not twice, uh, just once because the other time was Seth Rollins. But um, right. So, but there's nobody on the face of the planet right now in in the that's signed to WWE that can beat Roman. Yeah. And. They're building up Brock too much to not have him go over. Sure. And I hear he's booked for like uh, multiple months into the year after Mania. But, you know, I think that those are uh, those aren't always reasons to like give your guests because, you know, 10 to 20 years ago, you wouldn't have that information and you just maybe go off this. I know that that's kind of moot in itself because we it's not 10 to 20 years ago, but I'm just trying to make the point. You shouldn't guess who's going to win off of like the piece of information I just mentioned, like I hear Brock's working later in the year. So probably him, I can see, especially for the, that reason, how it could be Brock. But I, again, I'll die on this hill un, until this weekend. And if I'm wrong, I don't care. Three Superman punches, three spears, three count, both belts up in the air. Uh, Paul Heyman coming over to put the Samoan lay around his neck. And right as the lay is about to touch his shoulders and his chest, if you smell, that's that's my guess. And then WrestleMania ends with either a, a rock bottom to the Tribal Chief, or uh, or some kind of interaction. They might even go straight John Cena rock mode and promote a WrestleMania match for a year for a WrestleMania next year in LA. Um, but I don't know anything, as I've said. So it's pretty, yeah, it's but that's pretty my guess. exact. That's my very specific guess. guess. Oh wait, I think you're muted. I think you're muted. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. No, you're good. That is some fantasy armchair booking right there. Yeah. Um, the rocks is not available. I think is the unfortunate. I I could also see. Sorry, just because it's it's related to the same thing. I could also see Bobby getting involved because he's randomly healthy again. I know he's gonna wrestle Omos, and it's probably too much like all at once. But he did post on social media either today or yesterday a like screenshot of him half in the middle of the German suplex on Brock and the caption was just like straight shit talk. Like, yeah, like never forget. I dropped this wannabe farmer on his neck. The one time we met Lashley won one and Oh, so 
I don't know. That that to me is my fantasy booking thought because I don't really think that'll happen, but I could see it. And the other thing I think is somewhere between fantasy and, and semi-realistic, especially like like you said, everybody there's nobody signed to the company currently that would take a big bigger star power. Who bigger and what better than personal drama as far as their family relation? Yeah, I'd like to see Rock and Roman really bad. But I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. I think they have to do that. If they're gonna do that, if they're gonna do that, they cannot have the belt involved. I'm sorry. Sure, no, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I, uh, Vince McMahon just smacked me in the back of the face. Um, <laughs> it's the it's the championship. The championship cannot be it's involved. Not a belt. Yeah, it's, not a belt. <laughs> it's not a belt. It's not a, it's not a belt. My yeah. fault. My bad. Yeah. Sorry, Vince. Don't yeah, fucking cool. don't Will Smith me, please. Um, <laughs> but uh, oh boy, dude. keep your belt out your fucking. Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that's good. I like that. That was funny. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't want to see the championship involved with that one. Because that I, was, can, I can fuck with that, too. Yeah. Because, you know, that was one of the biggest gripes that I had with the, fir- with, you know, the, uh, the Rock versus Cena. The first one was billed as once in a lifetime, and then a year later uh, it happened yeah. again, and it was the championship oh, was involved. It. Yeah. Yeah, they love it. That's yeah. come on. Yeah. I know. Yeah. They realize, yeah. oh they wait, we made a lot of money last year. Let's do yeah, it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. That first one was really good though. First one is that yeah. first match was all and I remember the I wasn't a fan. Was I wasn't a fan too much other than specific like heated moments. I wasn't really a fan of the year long build when it happened. But then when the mat the payoff match happened at me, I was like, That match fucking rocked. And that it was really the did. match if I'm correct, where Rock like tore his abdomen off yep. his body or something. Yeah. Or was it the second one? Yeah, I don't remember. No, that was the second one. He tore out in the second one. Yes. That was the last one. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. But either way, both matches were good, and I remember I liked the first one a little more. Yeah, but both matches were fantastic, and those are probably two of the best Cena matches ever. Um, Yeah. Other than the matches Uh, that he had with uh, Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the United States, uh, the initial Kevin Kevin Owens main roster Uh, run. Yeah. Kevin Owens brought out a side of of, uh, John Cena we've never seen before either. So yeah, that's when he started doing that fucking like uh, senton powerbomb move and the the springboard stunner. And you're like, yo, what is this guy doing? It's great. Yeah, Yeah. I can. Okay, okay. Austin, last thing with the rest. Oh, not last thing, but I'm assuming uh, uh, Austin and KO. That's big news. What do you think is going to happen there? As far as I know, probably not a match. Just due to. I think a match. I think it's going to turn into a match. Yeah, I think it's a match. I think that the simplest way to get to it is Kevin Owens comes out, talks shit, is like, where's my show? You know, where is he? This is my show, whatever. Then the glass breaks and Austin's in tights and he doesn't even fuck around with the mic other than maybe picking up and being like, get this shit out of the ring and let's fight. Or uh, along the lines of what you just suggested, it initially starts as like a talking segment and then maybe even under the classic jean shorts, he's got the tights on and he's just ready to get to it. Yeah, I, yeah. There will be a stunner, maybe, maybe two, maybe even five. Um, yeah, that'll be fun. So, realistically, it's gonna be you know my prediction. You know, just realistically, you know, however you want to say it's a win or just goes over, however you want to word it. Um, Steve Austin's gonna you know walk away with that one. Yeah, but yeah. but I think Kevin Owens needs it. Sure. Um, and for him to walk away would make him super fucking heel. And I yeah. think we need a super heel. Yeah. Um, and if I they agree. super heel him, then it's possible that he's next up for 
um, Roman. Sure. Uh, if Roman wins. Um, but I've also heard rumors of like uh, Drew McIntyre, but uh, they, they, they killed I, yeah, him. I, yeah, yeah, I wasn't sure. I, I wasn't sure if we were going to be there already by now, but I could see that come SummerSlam if no one else is on the table. But yeah, I agree. Poor Drew. And, you know, kind of going back to our beginning of our conversation in the podcast, like fucking COVID just kind of everything about Drew's like come up was pretty great. And, and like, as it should be, minus the fact that there could be no people there to celebrate it and kind of make it what, you know, wrestling without people there to watch it is uh, just not quite the same. So, yeah. And reactions and things like that. So, but I do, I like Drew McIntyre. I, he's stale to me for sure, respectfully, but I do like him. Yeah, me too. I, I wish he would, he was doing something better, but we'll see. He's got a sword though. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. He's a fucking. And sword. apparently, it's uh, it's Vince's sword. It's it's his grandfather's sword. Or something. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he gave him the sword. I so I read once. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Um, another match I'm not looking forward to is Ronda versus Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Yes, could I'm. Uh, I'm pretty lockstep there, which sucks, man, because uh, I like Charlotte a lot. I always have. Um. I, I argued a couple years back, she was one of the top two or three overall talents in the company, period. Uh, but this was like even more, even less story than Becky and Bianca. And oh, this is just straight up name going. I heard this on a podcast today, a wrestling podcast I was listening to, actually, ironically. If Rhonda was linked with maybe even a Paul Heyman or just somebody who could talk for her and she was just a badass, I think things would be going a lot better for her. I don't think she's great at the whole thing overall, but. I really don't like her coming out like, hey, hi, high fives, and then gets in the ring. is like, Burr. like it just doesn't, it's all like mushed up and it doesn't really make sense. And I think Ronda will win and I don't really fucking care. Yeah. So, well, because one of the things I'm, I think they're missing the ball with on Ronda is Shayna Baszler. Dude, dude. Hell yeah. I love Shayna Baszler, dude. She's so awesome. Yeah. And she can talk. So, she can do it all. Though. Teaming those yeah. two up together, regardless of whether you keep them as like a, like, like a faction. Um, as, yeah. as singles, or if you put them as a tag team, whatever, that would that would be credible for both of them because everyone knows that they're best friends. So just fucking do it. Yeah, already. and you know, it's probably too much. But if there's ever a night for too much, it's probably WrestleMania. Maybe again, just trying to put a positive spin on things we don't like. Maybe Ronda does win. Maybe Shayna comes out to give the old handshake, like my bro, you did it. And then maybe she fucking walk clocks yeah, her, yeah. and then maybe she's next in line. Even though obviously, going off of booking logic, she would probably lose. Yeah. It could still make for something exciting to elevate her. So I'm glad you mentioned her. I like her so much. Yeah, I've, I've always yeah. wanted her to be they, like. They killed her. Deal. They killed Big her time. heat. Um, yeah. Two years ago when yeah. when when yeah when Becky beat her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and they made her look so good too coming out of uh, Elimination Chamber when she just fucking destroyed her and she was literally so waiting in the ring choking yeah, people out. And just yeah, they killed it. I was I was so pissed about that, but. Too man, because she looked the part and, and, and she was real. She was just a real deal, and you saw it too. And yeah. then you thought they, they saw it, and then <laughs> it's all good though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, any anything else you uh, want to talk about in regards uh, to wrestling? Of, of I course. probably should have mentioned in the conversation. Mike and Charlie are very vaguely interested in wrestling. Like they fuck with wrestling with us. We've gone to a bunch of events together, and they uh, more than tolerated. They get into it with us sometimes, but. I probably should have mentioned, mentioned uh, 25 minutes ago. They, they don't know most of what we're well, talking about. Well, we've got one more to talk Definitely. about, and then we're done. We're going to wrap up Wonderful. with this. What do you Wonderful. think it is? Uh, let's see. Dude, there's so oh, much. Zane. Oh, no, not that. I'm sorry. No. Um, it could have been the 
Johnny Knoxville. And I'm actually I was saying what you're not looking forward to. What are we talking about? Hold up, hold up. Let me Something think. that we're, I'm stuff. looking forward to just to see what what really is going to happen. That's Seth Rollins versus mystery opponent. Yes. Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so, okay, yeah. Let's okay, so we're, we're checking off Cody, right? It's got to be Cody. Yo, it has but, to be. But right? when it's not, and you hear here comes the, the money, money, yeah, and he comes dancing down the ramp, I, I just don't want to hear a disappointment. Well, no, I think that's gonna happen. Yeah. So I think oh, you think a swerve, like a swerve or whatever. Yes. Oh, it, here comes the money's well, gonna happen, and everyone's gonna be pissed. Dude, that's such a that's good a idea. Weird. And then something will happen, and then boom, Cody, Mer- uh, fucking American Nightmares decked out. Yeah. The crowd yeah. goes fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah I dude, hope so. That yeah. That's the, that's the only part, like storyline. I know it's intriguing enough that people are gonna care, and this is not a slight of Cody because I think it's super cool that he's coming back and that the last time he was on WWE television, he was Stardust losing on main event, and now he's potentially coming back as a mystery opponent assigned by Vince to Seth Rollins on WrestleMania. Like, I see the power in that. I'm just hoping the pop that night, Monday night, if and when he comes out then and going forward stays strong and it doesn't like quickly become stale because end of the day, when you think about AEW, like people coming over, I don't know. Like it's not, to me, it's not the same lock and key as like if Moxley was coming back, people, people would lose it. If Moxley showed up at the end of like a Roman match or, or if he was Seth's mystery opponent, you or know, Jericho. Even so came yeah, back, no, of like, course. Like, Jer- yeah, but, like- but I'm not, I'm not doubting Cody. I'm just merely expressing like, I'm curious to like, how strong and durable the interest and support will be there, and I hope, I hope it's good because that'll make the show good. So, well, yeah. I mean, Cody's learned a lot, and I, I, I think everything that you just mentioned was part of the contract negotiations. Sure. Like, if you fuck me, if I start getting, if I, if I end up with yeah. gold paint on my fucking face again, I am yeah. walking. Yeah. You know, if you do, you know, I have to have some type of creative freedom a little bit. We have to agree on things and work it out. I think something along those lines was done because this was like, this was a huge knife in the heart of AEW. Regardless of how yeah. much hate, you know, how hated Cody was when he left. Yeah. Behind the scenes, Cody was a mentor, a locker room leader. A lot of people like love him. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, this is, this is that first shot. Um, in the re- worth mentioning too, Cody's last match on AWTV, and I'm I, like I like Sammy, I like Cody, but I'm never I'm not like a huge fan of either. But that uh, TNT like ladder uh, match that they had was probably to me singles wise in terms of like a special stipulation, one of if not the best television match AW's had. As far as like we were actually on tour when that happened, and I, I was I had to watch it later, but it was such a fucking Twitter and Instagram, you know, like match. highlight reel that I was showing everybody in the green room, even like folks who uh, who are on the tour and even less than our guys are not into wrestling. And every, right. every yeah. single person was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I, I actually, in fact, remember Charlie, I think it was one of the two spots off the top of the ladder, either Cody's move, but I think it was Sammy jumping from the, the one cutter. ladder to the yeah. cutter. Cody, I mean, uh, uh, Charlie was just like, now how, how are they doing that? Like, how are they not <laughs> fucking dying? Just like splatting on the ground like that. And it really... You know, having watched it my whole life, I can still say that was the kind of sight that like um, provokes that kind of thought. Like, damn, how did you yeah, just do, you that? do that? Like, yeah. full so, yeah, body I, callus. I yeah, right. Full I, body callus. Exactly how you can. And do, will you know. and willpower, baby. Yeah, yeah, if you absolutely. want to do it, then yeah. Close your so, eyes and jump. But yo, 
I'm so glad that you wanted to talk about wrestling, especially for this long. Because absolutely, lo- I mean, yeah, we love. I love it so much. Like I said, I love talking to you guys as people, not as musicians. So yeah, right. On. Um, so, but we are going to talk music, and we are going to talk to you guys as musicians here. We're going to um, hype you up here and get you out of here. Um, so you said you're getting ready to go back on tour. You got some stuff lined up. What's going on? We're going on a uh, five and a half ish or something along those lines week tour. Uh, it's a full U.S., a good amount of Canada. It's with two bands. Uh, we're, we're, I guess, sort of co-headlining with this band, uh, Dollar Signs. I think we're, I think we're headlining. I don't, I don't. I think there was talk of us switching, but I don't know what we're doing. We're gonna get out there and see. But it's Dollar Signs and Taking Meds is opening the tour, and both bands are really cool. Uh, Dollar Signs, I think it's fresh, uh, freshly signed to Pure Noise. I could be wrong in saying that they're on Pure Noise though, and I think they put out a record. I think we all put out records last year. I think that's a big part of why the tour came together as far as like us wanting to go out around the same time and yeah starts in ohio um if this is the country i guess i gotta do it kind of opposite uh, well you just follow as if you're seeing it the way i'm this is the country it starts here and it goes like this and it goes up here and this is canada up here and then it goes back down here and then we're home and we live over here yeah nice so it'll be good yeah sounds like it's gonna and, be good um one. we're actually at practice right now that's part of the reason to lift the curtain a little bit. That's part of the reason we had trouble with the Wi-Fi earlier because we're not um, at home. So yeah, this we're we're practicing for the spring tour now, and uh, it's April twentieth, I believe, is the first show in uh, Cleveland, Ohio, at Mahal's. So that'd be good. Smoke and tickets are available at badluckny.com. There you go. And four twenty, yeah. smoke them if you got them. There you go. Yeah, 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 largely smoking um, them because they will have the, the boys will have. Yeah. Yes, yes, I, I will be too. So we're good there. Uh, <laughs> <Right on. laughs> but guys, um, it's been a blast. I love these conversations where they're just effortless and shit just happens. So thank you very yeah. much for your time and um, today, and I hope your tour goes great. Um, can't wait to hear some new music from you guys as well. Um, and uh, wish you the absolute fucking best of luck. Thanks so much, thank man. You, hey, just because you peppered it in there, I'll, I'll just cap it off with this. Uh, you or anybody else alive with ears and eyes, come see the tour because I think we're playing a new song uh, that no one's ever heard before. But we're about to figure out if we can do that right now. Uh, <laughs> but I'm, pretty sure, I'm pre- pretty sure we are. It was a real pleasure to talk, uh, meeting you and talking to you, Derek. You're, you're an awesome dude. Absolutely, guys. Thank you very much, and we'll talk again soon. All right, right on. Thanks. All right, peace, guys. All right, and that was the band Bad Luck. Definitely go check them out. Um, badlucky.com. For all your information, definitely go check them out. Fucking great guys. Good old-fashioned punk music. Love that shit. So, guys, what a way to fucking end a Wednesday. And we still got two more days. We got Tiny Stills tomorrow. And then uh, a dream come true interview for me. Non-point on Friday. I'm I'm still excited. I, I yeah, I'm yeah, it's gonna be fucking amazing. Guys, definitely, definitely, definitely come back again tomorrow for another edition of this show. We will be back with the band, like I said, Tiny Stills tomorrow. But until then, we're going to go ahead and close out with one more song by the band Bad Luck. Song called. What are we going to play? Favorite Smile. So here's the song Favorite Smile by Bad Luck on their album Summer of Pain. Again, Bad luck NY for all the tour dates. Get your fucking tickets now. And uh, that's it, guys. So we'll be back again tomorrow. But until then, stay happy, stay healthy, stay fucking heavy. Here is Favorite Smile off the album Summer of Pain by Bad Luck. <laughs>
See y'all tomorrow. Peace.